0: Hello, my name is Reed Swindell, and today I'm here with my friend, Brendan Downs.
1: Hello, and thank you for listening to our podcast.
0: Today, we'll be discussing the different aspects of public and private schools and what each has to offer. As some of you may or may not know, this upcoming freshman year, Brendan will be attending Cardinal Gibbons, which is a private school, while I will be attending Sanderson High School, which is public. Going to these schools, we think that we'll be able to provide insights on what we think our schools do good and bad. Let's get into it, shall we? We shall.
1: Our first discussion will be about the budget of each school and how that affects the learning that is provided. First of all, public schools are obviously free because the funding is provided by the state government and taxpayers all public schools require some resources to function properly and provide students with standard education.
0: In contrast, private schools are run mainly on the money of students' tuition and donations. In Lord's case, it's donations to the parish. Usually, private schools have a higher budget because the money brought in from tuition is greater than the amount provided by the state for public schools.
1: This greater budget allows private schools to spend more on student resources, such as laptops, textbooks, etc. With students being able to get textbooks and laptops, the students will be able to complete assignments easier, because some students might not have laptops. With the laptops, students will not have to handwrite all assignments. Having a laptop will also keep students more organized because they will not be able to lose their work. The same applies to extracurricular activities such as sports and performing arts. Private schools have better facilities for athletics.
0: But this doesn't mean that the programs of public schools lack the quality that is more commonly found in private schools. It just means that they may not have the same access to the same resources given to private schools. It's a proven fact that private schools have greater funds than public schools, but they make up for it in areas such as racial and cultural diversity. According to a study conducted by Stanford University, segregation levels are much higher in private schools across the country than in black schools. White and Asian students enroll in private schools at twice the rate of black and Latino students. Being at a school with lots of diversity has many benefits. First of all, Racially and economically diverse schools offer students emotional and social skills by exposing kids to other people with different backgrounds. The skills they learn from a diverse environment can be carried into the future and are often helpful later in life. What do you mean? Being able to talk to other people who aren't like you is a skill that is necessary to have as an adult. Going to a school where almost everyone else is like you is just going to make it harder to approach someone of a different race or culture. You need to know how to really communicate with your peers. Besides that, what else does that have to offer? The real world is diverse. There aren't any jobs or occupations that consist of mainly one race. So it's better to go ahead and adapt to a diverse environment now than in the future, where communication and being comfortable in any situation Is very important.
1: Although the higher numbers of students provides more diversity, it also has negative effects. On average, the majority of private schools have smaller class sizes than public schools. According to an article by Dr. Weston Kijanik, Students perform the best when they are in class sizes that are 18 students. In another article by Mac DeJuren, a journalist from The Insider, the average class size for a North Carolina public high school is 26 students. In contrast, the average class size for private schools is 10 to 15 students. In smaller classes, students will be able to get more one-on-one time with their teacher, which results in test scores rising. When you are in a smaller class, it is easier for the teacher to modify the lesson plans to the students in the class. In a smaller class, the teacher can recognize the strengths and weaknesses of students. The teacher will be able to work with students who need help in certain areas, much more easier when in a smaller class. When the teacher catches up the whole class, they will be able to excel and the teacher will be able to prepare them for the next level of learning.
0: But did you know that often private school teachers don't even need certification to be hired by the school? All public schools in the United States require teachers to be certified and have at least a bachelor's degree along with some form of student readiness training. I did not know that. Even though this probably doesn't affect the learning of the kids, I thought it was important to mention. In private schools, they also do not have to follow the curriculum that is required for public school. This could make it harder for private school students to transition to a higher grade or transfer schools, as they might be behind or have already learned some material.
1: Yes, true. that is true because last year I went to a public middle school and multiple other schools before that. Transitioning in schools, I have definitely been taught the same material before and have not been taught some things that most other kids already know. <music> Over the past few weeks, we have interviewed multiple people. Some of them are going to private school next year, and other people are going to a public high school. We asked them what they think their future school does well and what it will have to offer. We received a mixed bag of responses. The first person we interviewed was Sutton Stump, who is attending Cardinal Gibbons next year. His response focused a lot on academics at Gibbons. He said that Gibbons would not have the reputation it does if the academics were not high. He also mentioned that he thinks people would not be willing to pay the tuition if the academics were not good. I also think parents are willing to pay large amounts of money for private schools because of extracurricular activities. Like mentioned earlier, private schools have a larger budgets, leading to more resources. This means that private schools will have better coaches in sports, nicer equipment in music, and many other things will help students excel outside of school.
0: I agree. The reason I think parents pray for private schools is because the environment is very encouraging and usually the kids that go there have a passion for learning. Also, I think the parents just want the kids to have a productive future, but at the end of the day, courses being taught at both schools are the same. There's just more encouraging and pushing staff at private schools.
1: The second person we interviewed was Sam VandenVenet, who is going to Broughton in the fall, which is public. Sam said that he thinks he will get a good education and would like to be exposed to different ethnicities of the real world. At Broughton, Sam will be exposed to more cultures than if he went to a private high school. This will help him transition into the real world where diversity is common.
0: The third person we interviewed was Charlotte Whiteley, who is going to Episcopal High School in Virginia, which is a private boarding school. Her response was based mainly on the personal side of the school, less about the academics and learning, she emphasized many points, the first of which being is how the school really takes time to make sure all the students are learning the material being taught. She said that the teachers will even spend time outside of class with students to make sure they know the course.
1: One unique thing about our school is its location. principal is in Virginia and is very close to Washington, D.C. The school often uses the convenience of, of the location to learn more about our country's history by traveling to D.C. and taking immersive field trips. Washington, D.C. is very rich in history and has many museums, which is why it's a great place to travel and to learn about.
0: The last thing Charlotte said about her school is that they really focus on the well-being of the students. To me, this matters more than anything. In the long run, you just want your students to be happy. You can't retain information if all you're thinking about is how down you are. Let me put it this way. You're not going to lie on your deathbed wondering about the score you got on a science test. But instead, you'll think back to all the happy times you had in your life. That's why the welfare of students is more important than grades. The bottom line is that being positive and productive will get you further in life than anything else. That is very true. The fourth person we interviewed was Charlie Clemency, who's going to Gibbons. <laughs>
1: Charlie said that he's looking forward to good classes and he thinks that Gibbons will have good athletic programs. Charlie also said that he thinks he will make lifelong friends at Gibbons. This is true because Gibbons is a very welcoming school. At Gibbons, the first week of school for the freshman is an orientation. This will help Charlie feel comfortable with the school and will be able to try new things and continue doing the things that he likes in high school. Chet had a similar response and mentioned making new friends and playing sports at Gibbons.
0: I do not know that the entire first week was just orientation for freshmen.
1: My brother thought it was very helpful last year when he was a freshman at Gibbons. At the orientation, they showed the freshmen how to use the computers that were given to them, and they showed them where their classes will be. They also had activities that would help the freshmen meet new people. I think this would be helpful because the first day of school can be very stressful. This will help kids feel more comfortable, and the kids will feel less
0: stressed on the first day of school. That's very interesting. I'm not sure if Sanderson has a week-long orientation. i definitely appreciate it. I agree with Charlie about how he said that he wants to make lifelong friends. I hope that I'll do the same thing and that Sanderson also has a welcoming atmosphere. The last person we interviewed was McRae Jones, who's going to Sanderson High School.
1: McRae said that she is looking forward to the opportunities and the diversity of the school she is going to. At the high school, McRae is going to experience different cultures and traditions. This will help prepare her for the real world, where almost everyone has a different background and comes from very different culture. She will have other opportunities and will have more students at her school. There will be more after-school activities that she can choose from. McRae also said that she wants to branch out more. She will be able to do this because...
0: A public school there is more diversity. One of the factors that comes into play when discussing high schools is courses. Most high schools offer honors courses. These courses are for people who excel at a certain subject and need a class that matches their level of learning. All public high schools offer honor courses that can prepare students for college and allow the students to really develop at their own pace if they learn quicker and more easily than everyone else. Usually, private schools will have honor classes, but it's not guaranteed. Public schools also offer special needs classes and provide teachers who are specifically there to teach and assist all students with special needs or disabilities. It's not common for a private school to have a specific program for students with special needs.
1: Now that I think about it, I guess it is really important for the schools to provide a program like that. I really think all schools should require that course right now. There are very few private high schools that someone with a
0: disability can attend. It's true. Imagine being the parent or sibling of someone with a disability. You would still want them to get a good education, even if they would not be able to learn in a standard classroom setting. The answer to this problem would be a specific class full of other people similar to the student that provides a different style of learning. Some private schools are religious and or faith centered. This may be good or bad for the student attending that school. It depends on whether or not the student is religious. If the student is, they would be able to strengthen their faith. If they weren't religious, the student may not find interest in that class, which could pull their grade down. This, of course, is not always the case. Whether or not a student is religious, an extra faith centered class would increase the workload of students, thus making it harder for them to focus on other subjects that would be found in other schools like mathematics or science.
1: I feel like religious courses could have many benefits as well.
0: Well, of course they do.
1: I feel like we're taking religious courses can help students stay centered in the faith and grow closer to God. And this is really important to some people.
0: I definitely agree. Taking a religious or faith-centered class could definitely help strengthen the bond of a religious student with God. The student would have the chance to learn about the history of Christianity and many of the miracles that occurred throughout history. The student could also spend time learning how to pray, and how to connect with God on a deeper and more meaningful level.
1: And even if you're not religious, you can still use the class to pull up your grade in some other classes that you might be slacking in.
0: That's very true, but an extra class would mean that the school day may be longer.
1: Maybe so, but a longer school day has some benefits and some step backs.
0: What are some examples?
1: Well, read. longer school days will provide students with more time with the teachers to help improve in places that they need help. If the school hours are longer, the parents will have to pay less for after-school care. More school hours also reduces the amount of homework sent home. This allows the students to spend more time studying and more time with their families.
0: This will also decrease stress overall. Family time is very important, but sometimes parents cannot pick up or drop off their kids at school. One solution that public schools offer is the bus. Bus is free for all students. If parents aren't driving their kids to school, they can be working, which frees up more time to spend together as a family when the kids get home. Parents would also save money that they would have to spend on things like gas and other vehicle-related expenses. I
1: never thought of that before. What are other things public schools offer?
0: Public schools also offer free meals to kids whose families are less fortunate. This is very helpful to families that are struggling financially and the parents are not able to provide their kids with a good meal three times a day.
1: Many private high schools have college preparation counselors that help guide students in the path that will eventually lead them to a good university. These counselors are very helpful and can lead students to great futures. Although public schools have some counselors, they are not as many and the counselors work with much more kids, due to the fact that public schools have an average greater number of students. Also, private schools record higher college acceptance numbers than those of public schools, meaning that the counseling and preparation programs are more efficient.
0: When I interviewed Alex Blashley, he also mentioned how well Gibbons faculty prepares students for college. He also mentioned how the sports program really excels at getting the most out of student athletes. He said that if a student is very talented at a certain sport, Receives the scholarship, and the coaches do a very good job at training the athletes for college sports.
1: This is true because Gibbons has the budget to provide good coaches that can get athletes to the next level. Gibbons also has really good facilities that athletes can use to train and take advantage of.
0: Overall, I think both private and public schools have a lot to offer and are both fitting for certain people. High schools are all different and cannot be categorized just by whether or not it's public. There are many factors that affect schools and all are unique. Both private and public schools are designed to help kids develop a set of important skills for the future.
1: I agree with this read. It just depends on the person. Some people do better in a certain private school and some will do better in a certain public school.
0: I would like to thank Anchor.fm for the background music and transition sounds. Their website is incredibly easy to use, and I would definitely use it in the future to record another podcast. I would also recommend it to anyone who wants to start recording their own podcasts. Anchor.fm has many features and allows the user to easily publish their recordings.
1: Me and Reid got our evidence from an article from Insider called Here's the average class size for every U.S. state, by Mark DeJuren, written on August 20, 2019. We also use an article called, Does Class Size Matter? The answer is yes, by Dr. Weston Kijanik on March second, 2018, from Houghton Milfin Harcourt.
0: We also use an article from Stanford CEPA titled, Private School Racial Enrollments and Segregation written by Sean F. Reardon and John T. Young in 2003.
1: Thank you for listening today. I hope this podcast helped you learn about the differences between public and private schools and what each has to offer. We hope this podcast has helped you decide if a public or private high school is more suitable for you. Reardon and I hope it was very helpful. Thank you.
0: We do wish that you have the best day and hope that you enjoyed the past 20 minutes. Thank you and have a splendid rest of your day. Bye-bye. Hello, my name is Reed Wendell, and today I'm here with-